This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Meal Tribune and Rosebud Multimedia. You can find it online at www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. It's also available at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. It's back to school week, of course. (laughs) And for many of us with kids, that means breakfast is a little bit more rushed. We're trying to put a little bit more effort into foods that will get the kids through that first part of the day with plenty of energy plenty of attention span. I'm working toward fulfilling almost a resolution to do breakfast better. My son, oldest son, is in kindergarten this year, and my younger son is going to preschool a few days a week. I have a little bit of time on my hands for the first time in five years. And with that time, in addition to reinstating an exercise routine for myself, I've made this vow that I'm going to put some effort into breakfast. I put quite a bit of effort into family meal times for dinner, of course, but breakfast is an area where I'd really, really like to get away from the boxes of namely breakfast cereal in my pantry. And in fact, I am probably infamous for telling people during some grocery store tours that I do for access as a volunteer that breakfast cereal is one of the most overpackaged, overmarketed, overpriced items in the grocery store for what it is. It can be fairly healthy. You know, I I buy my kids the best quality, least sugar, most whole grain, lowest price cereal I can manage. There's still some okay options out there, depending on what your dietary inclinations are. But of course, way better is out there and for way less money. And steel coat oatmeal, hands down, is going to be a way better choice than Cheerios. <laughs> and of course, it takes some time to prepare, but not if you get it ready in the crock pot overnight, have it ready to portion out in the morning, or if you soak some other types of grains overnight and, and just turn on the stove for a couple of minutes to finish them off. So I have been mining recipes from my blog in previous years for things that I can make in, you know, an hour or so while they're at school and stash away in the pantry and freezer and have ready for several weeks. And there's a variety of things that I've turned up. I'd like to do a homemade version of a breakfast bar. You know, it's way better than any kind of packaged cereal bar, of course. Some homemade granola. It's better for us and so much less expensive. Moosely is another thing that I have on my list that is very easily just combining some whole grains. I like to use rolled oats and barley. I've mentioned it in a previous podcast and that I've actually prepared as a hot cereal. But to prepare it as moosely, you simply pour some kind of dairy product over it, anything from non-fat milk to heavy cream, depending on what you want. 
and put it in the fridge overnight and it's ready to eat in the morning. So the combination I like for that is rolled oats, rolled barley, some chia seeds, maybe some shredded coconut, and you can use coconut milk as well on it, dried fruit, depending on what you like, and maybe some sunflower seeds or some pumpkin seeds or some other kinds of nuts, which those can be added on top at the end as well. It's another great option to have on hand. Muffins and quick breads. If you can find recipes that are lower in sugar, which I don't want to feed my kids something first thing in the morning that has a a ton of sugar, of course, those do freeze well. Very, very easy to, to pop out of the freezer in the morning, defrost in the microwave maybe for, you know, 20 seconds. And you can have a homemade blueberry muffin or homemade, you know, carrot muffin, brand muffin. It's a great way, as most of us know, to get a few extra vegetables into the kids this time of year for people who have a lot of zucchini. Zucchini muffins are a no-brainer. Add some carrots. The season for winter squash is coming up. That's another great one. The current recipe on my blog, again, at www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish is for a peach muffin because that's the season we have been purchasing just gorgeous, gorgeous peaches right now, still at Food for Less in Medford. And if you have a peach that's maybe a little overripe or maybe even a little underripe and you just want to um, use it up in something, this recipe, which is from Tribune News Service, adapted from Christina'sCucina.com, does have a little less sugar, about a half cup for the entire recipe for two cups flour compared with a full cup or even more that I often see in recipes for quick breads and muffins. It's got a cup of vanilla yogurt in the recipe, but I would cut even more sugar from the recipe by just substituting plain yogurt, which I always have on hand. That gives these muffins a lot of moisture along with um, some calls for olive oil, but you could use any kind of neutral flavored oil. And I even suggest a tip for substituting flaxseed meal in baked goods, which I pretty much do all the time. And basically, I just substitute about half of the quantity of any kind of oil with flaxseed meal. And it works perfectly and gives you some extra fiber or some extra omega fatty acids. So that recipe for peach muffins is available on my current blog, www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Another concept for a quote-unquote muffin that is higher in protein and grain-free typically are frittata muffins. And this, of course, is a handheld-sized egg dish cooked in a muffin tin. Frittata is one of my favorite things to prepare for my family because it's so versatile. I can pretty much be assured that the kids will eat it. And these as well freeze really, really well. It can make a pan of frittata muffins, serve a couple for breakfast the next morning, and freeze the rest for several weeks. They freeze beautifully. The recipe that I link to from April 20th, 2016, is titled Frittata Muffins for Any Grain. And the concept behind this recipe from Simply Ancient Grains by Maria Speck. 
who also provided a recipe for the muesli recipe that I posted to my blog. She's promoting alternative grains, quote unquote, ancient grains, which are another great thing to add to your diet. They can often be very high in amino acids. These ones call for quinoa. You can use millet in these. You can use amaranth, which sort of um, melts into the egg's texture because the grains are so tiny and they cook up sort of sticky. But you don't have to use any grain at all. The great thing about frittata muffins, and I'm going to talk about this in the next few minutes of the podcast, is that you can put anything in them you like. They are super, super versatile. Make them how you like them. Put the vegetables that your kids like in them that you like. Use up things that are in your refrigerator that are going to go bad if they're not used up quickly. You can use this recipe as a template. You can try this recipe. But you can also just follow a very simple ratio. And that's for... A standard-sized muffin tin with 12 wells, you're going to need about four cups total of some kind of filling. Vegetables, cooked meat, shredded cheese, and you're going to divide that about a third cup per well among the, the whole tin, and then fill that with about eight large eggs whisked, of course. You don't need to follow a recipe for these. They bake at 400 degrees very quickly, about 20 minutes. You should grease the muffin tin. And again, you can use pretty much whatever you want. Olive oil, cooking spray. I personally prefer butter. Works wonderfully as well. Some of my favorite combinations for frittata evoke other dishes. One of the ones I like to make tastes like pizza. And in my mind, I taste it. It has all the flavors of pizza, basically. And it's perfect for late summer vegetables for the garden. I typically cook these vegetables, saute them in some oil or butter before I put them in the frittata mixture. So they just are nice and soft. When you have a frittata, you want the textures to be complementary to the egg. I try not to add things that are hard and crunchy on my palate. It's just not something you want. So if you're going to add something like bell pepper, you want to soften it up by sauteing it first. And also for vegetables that release a lot of water when they're cooked, things like eggplant, things like zucchini, mushrooms, they make your filling... Your, your egg mixture watery, and it doesn't really set up very well if you're putting raw vegetables that are going to release a bunch of water during cooking. So it's a good idea to saute them ahead of time. You know, as long as they're sauteed first, again, sky's the limit with whatever you want to put in. Some things you can get away with putting in raw. Kale may be charred, spinach that's chopped pretty fine or are fairly thin leaves herbs, of course. But again, think of things that have a lot of water content. Give them a quick saute first. So the pizza frittata that I like has eggplant, zucchini, 
some kind of pepper. I typically use something besides a bell pepper. I just have a variety growing in my garden, sweet Italian peppers, poblanos, just whatever is looking good, as well as some tomato. You can make this even more reminiscent of pizza for kids by adding some sliced black olives if they like those. Pepperoni, sliced, sliced salami, which I always have on hand for my kids. They really love that. Play with it. If you don't think eggplant is going to go over so well. Don't put it in. But if you have a lot of eggplant from your garden, it can be a great way to use it. Another one that's really, really nice coming into the cold weather in the fall crops are winter squash or sweet potato with kale or chard or collard greens and some sausage, some cooked um, Italian sausage or just any kind of loose sausage is really, really nice. My oldest son has recently decided broccoli is his favorite vegetable now. Blows my mind. (laughs) Of course, I'm going, yay! And so for us, broccoli, ham, and cheese, basically, you know, what you'd find in a quiche or even a Hot Pocket is kind of a no-brainer. It's another great filling combination. Preparing these frittata muffins with a friend put me in mind of Indian samosas, those dumplings that are pretty typical street food in India. And they often have peas in the mixture. They usually have potato. And so we used potatoes or sweet potatoes and just some defrosted frozen peas and seasoned the egg mixture with curry powder as another just fun little twist on this idea. Again, curry powder might be a little bit outside the kids' palate, but hey, these are great grab-and-go breakfast items for adults who often forget to eat breakfast or just neglect neglect to do that in the morning. Of course, if you have fresh garden peas in the spring, this would be a great way to use those as well. So again, you're going to assemble four cups total of some kind of filling. Consider a half a cup or so of some kind of chopped herb. Again, if your kids don't want a whole bunch of green stuff floating in the egg mixture, could omit that. But there's lots of herb combinations that are complementary to these. The basil with the eggplant, zucchini one, of course. The mint with the peas. Parsley with any of these is lovely. Dill maybe with the broccoli. You can also add scallions as well if your family likes those. And for cheeses, can do Parmesan, sharp cheddar, really the sky's the limit with that as well. Havarti cheese is a favorite of ours. It melts really, really nicely. Of course, Swiss cheese is kind of an obvious one with broccoli. Start by preheating the oven to 400 degrees and position your oven rack in the center of the oven. Grease the standard 12 cup muffin tin, again with olive oil, cooking spray, or butter. In a medium bowl, combine all your filling. Again, some of these things you'll want to pre-cook ahead of time. You just have to kind of use common sense on what's going to be really watery. This recipe is a great way to use up leftover baked potatoes or sweet potatoes or um, like home fries you've prepared for breakfast. If you just have, you know, like a half cup left or so that isn't really um, a serving for someone. Combine in your medium bowl, again, all your fillings, total four cups. Crack eight large eggs into a large bowl and season with a half teaspoon salt and pepper. If you're using really, really salty ingredients, a lot of sausage, a lot of bacon, a lot of ham, consider cutting this back to a quarter teaspoon salt. If you're using primarily vegetables that you haven't salted during sauteing, can season up 
with up to a half teaspoon salt and pepper. Whisk the eggs well until they're foamy for about 30 seconds. Divide your filling equally among your muffin cups. Top each with a couple tablespoons grated cheese. Again, this is depending on how much cheese you like. And then divide the egg mixture, pouring those whisked eggs evenly among your muffin cups. It's going to be about a quarter cup egg mixture per well if you want to actually measure it out with a measuring cup. Bake that in a preheated oven until the frittata muffins are puffy and turn a light golden brown on top and they're golden brown around the edges. Transfer the the entire pan to a wire rack and let it cool for about five minutes. And then using a knife or a thin rubber spatula, very carefully slide it around the edges of the muffin cup just to make sure they're loosened to gently release them from the pan. The great thing about frittatas is they can be served hot right out of the pan. They're delicious at room temperature, meaning that this is an item that kids and adults can take in a lunch. And of course, as I mentioned, they freeze really, really beautifully, thaw out overnight in the refrigerator very quickly um, in the microwave for a grab-and-go healthy breakfast. You can find that recipe in more detail with suggestions for specific fillings on my blog, www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen hole hyphen dish by searching the archives using the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page select April 2016 and it was published on April 20th 2016 under the headline frittata muffins are grab and go breakfast fair you can also find the link that links directly to that post on my current blog which is also available at blogs.esouthernoregon.com rogue-valley-food.